0: Hey, Colleen. Hey, Hannah. So, this is between a rock and a hard place, although it kind of looks like a storage closet.
1: But seriously, we're here to talk about life in Iraq. Right. So, today we're talking about weddings.
0: Right, all the weddings. We just were at a wedding. Yes. You were in the wedding. I was
1: in the wedding. It wasn't my wedding, though. No. Or mine. (laughs) We, uh have been at my sister's wedding, and a few months before that, I was at my brother's wedding. Awesome weddings, all. But it got us thinking, along with the season that it is currently. Right. Spring. If you're married in June, you're a bride all your life. Exactly. And so we began thinking about all of the weddings we had been to in Kurdistan. Yeah. Uh,
0: And I feel like the more we talked about it, the more we were like... But have we been to weddings?
1: And the truth of it is we haven't actually been to the the ceremonial part For of Kurdish a Kurdish weddings. wedding, right? I've been to several Christian weddings, like Assyrian Christian,
0: mhm, or yeah. Chaldean, or yeah. Chaldean.
1: But the actual ceremony of getting married in Kurdistan is not a public affair? From what I can remember from what people have told me, like, the bride and groom and some men go to an imam and, like, to a mosque or something and, like, have something read and it's all just, it's very short and signing of documents and, like, that's kind of the wedding ceremony. Right.
0: So, when we talk about weddings, we're more talking about the party
1: after the wedding. Right. What Americans would call a wedding reception, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Although that doesn't necessarily have to follow right after the ceremony. Right.
0: I have been at the, like, pre-wedding ceremony, too. Okay, so I feel like we need to explain this. Yeah, we probably should take a step back. There's, like, engagement as a, like, formal event. It's not just the man and the woman, and the man asks the woman, hey, do you want to marry me? Like, there is kind of, like, a formality around
1: engagement. And most people that I know there would actually call themselves married at that point. Right. Because it's kind of like a betrothal sort of thing. Right, in the biblical sense, where you have a legal contract at that point.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've been to two engagement parties. Yeah? One where I actually... Uh, knew the person that was getting married, <laughs> and the other one was on my trip to Iraq in the spring. And those were both kind of different. Like, actually, the, the engagement party that I went to of the person that I knew was actually a henna party, mm. which is kind of like the, the one I went to anyways, was a combination wedding shower slash bachelorette party.
1: Okay. And so you did henna?
0: Yes. So the bride, like, dips one of her fingers in henna. And, like, the groom comes in. And he's the only man that's there at that point. And he also, like, dips his finger in henna. And then they, like, get bound up together. And there's a lot of dancing around them. Oh. And I didn't fully understand everything that was happening. I mean, it was a friend. And someone was telling me what was going on. But it was all, you know, symbolic of, like... Right. How they're matched now. Akin to the lighting of the Unity candle, Right. The Unity Henna. There you go. But the rest of it was more like, you know, we played bridal shower games and ate food and it was
1: very... The engagement party... I remember going to was nothing like that at all it was the families and there was like lots of giving of gold
0: yeah so the Kurdish one that I went to was like that okay and in fact I didn't realize it was an engagement party until after we left and I was like okay so so are they married now what what is happening what happened (laughs) I was like no no they you know the family of the groom gave the bride all this gold jewelry to like show that she's part of their family now and the mother of the bride or the bride's family wasn't there at all i think oh or traditionally the bride's family doesn't come Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i think like her sisters maybe came yeah um because my my friend that i was with there was like yeah I feel like it would be really sad to be at this big party and none of your family be there to see you, like, officially get engaged. Right. Um, she was like, but this family is, like, being non-traditional because these are her sisters and they came.
1: Right. It's. I think that's a growing trend in the wedding stuff that I've been a part of in Kurdistan is that... There's less following, maybe, of older traditions. Some additions of some Western traditions. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know for the one... One of the wedding receptions... People call it you go to the wedding. uh, That I went to, they actually played music and had the bride walk down this huge aisle. Mm -hmm. Um, And none of the rest of any of the ceremony was there like a wedding ceremony right. but they did add that one feature the, of like
0: entrance of the, the bride entrance
1: of the bride
0: yeah that henna party that I went to I got invited back for like the pre wedding ceremony ceremony <laughs> <laughs> right um which I thought was really fascinating and I did get it kind of like explained to me as things were happening um, so I kind of want to talk about it because yeah, I thought yeah. that was really cool. So, the bride is in her parents' house, and all of her relatives are in the house as well. And the groom's family drives up in a very decked out car. You, you know what I'm talking about. Like, yes. flowers and ribbons and, like, very much, like, party car. Fluff party car. Yes. And he brought with him musicians who started playing music as soon as he, like, stepped out of the car. Nice. (laughs) And so the men of the family at that point are outside, and they kind of, like, dance around with him, but he also brings his mother with him. Oh. And, like, she, her job is to, like, fight her way through the whole family to get to the bride and get the bride back to the car. (laughs) The mother's job. The mother's job. Ah. So it's kind of that idea of, like, they're stealing the bride away from her family. Okay. Okay. Um, And so, in this case, it was families that were related to each other. Uh Uh-huh. So there was definitely no, like, actual fighting. Right. But they had to make a show of, like, we don't want to let our daughter go. We're sad to be parted from her. Um, And so... The, the final part, she gets back to the room, and the bride's mother is in front of the door. hmm And the only way the mother will allow her to come in to take her daughter is if she pays her. Oh! And so, like, the more money you're able to hand over at that point the more, like, prestige it gives you. So I have no idea how much money was exchanged, but I do know it was in U.S. dollars. Oh! Um, Not a rocky dinar. Not a rocky dinar. The real valuable stuff. And so then as soon as, like, the bride is taken out of the room, like, the female family members all start weeping. (laughs) Oh, and mourning but by the time they get out to the men the dancing and the partying part has started okay. and they put her in the car and she and the groom and the groom's parents drive off or the like his mother and brother or something uh-huh. like that uh-huh. and then everyone else kind of like loaded up into cars and was carried away was
1: carried away now at this point had the bride gone through her uh Dress and makeup preparation. Yes, she was dressed and ready. Because that, I think, was always one of the most surprising aspects to me about Kurdish weddings. Right. Was the amount of makeup Mm -hmm. that the women wear. Like, many of them are unrecognizable as themselves. Yes. Uh, They look like painted porcelain dolls. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also the amount of hair... (laughs) <laughs> because while... On their they heads. They all not, have, like, They're yeah, not hairy. But, but yeah, on their heads. Um, but yeah, like, they all have lovely, thick, lots of hair anyway. Mm-hmm. But obviously hair and other things are added to their coifur. Mm-hmm. And there's height and yes. largeness. Right. And then, of course,
0: the dress... Which has to be big and poofy and sparkly.
1: And white. And white. And also, most of the ones I saw were more revealing than anything any of those ladies would ever be caught in anywhere else. Yes. Like, many of them look much like what you'd see in the U.S. Strapless, Mm -hmm. low-cut. Some of them less so but I think I've seen both
0: I've seen some really modest ones um one wedding in particular I guess I just saw pictures from it she had the whole hijab oh, and it, okay. it was white mm-hmm. and she had kind of like a strapless dress but she had like a white long sleeve turtlenecky kind of shirt covering on. yeah like not a a shirt shirt it mm-hmm. looked very nice with the dress um, so I, I guess I have seen both.
1: Yeah. yeah. She
0: was also Syrian. So mm-hmm. that...
1: May have been a little...
0: Kurdish, but Syrian Kurdish.
1: Yeah. Um, um,
0: but yes. And they don't buy their dresses, which I think is so smart.
1: So smart. They rent them. Yes. I mean, it makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're gonna...
0: Who wants to spend that much money on... A big, poofy dress, sparkly dress that you're never going to wear again. This is something that needs to come to America. Yes, I agree. Rental wedding dresses. Someone start that business. I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> Nor desire. Nor honestly. desire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's in, and not just the dresses, but, like, they put on all the jewelry, too. Right. So, like, if part of their dowry is gold... Whatever gold jewelry they've been given by the family or by their husband, mm-hmm. they wear. So they've got doubled
1: up the mm-hmm. the gold.
0: Yeah, and not just like a little bit of gold. It's like all all the gold because it's kind of like showing how much their husband values them, right? Because or his family. The
1: idea family. is if he gives her more gold. And say she leaves him or he divorces her, mm-hmm. like, she gets to take that gold with her and his, his wealth will go away with her. Mm-hmm. And so that rather large investment right. is a sign of value and honor to her that he's not going to let her go right. because she would take all of that wealth mm-hmm. with her. Yeah,
0: there's, there's a, some guarantee in that. Mm-hmm. And provision in that.
1: It's one of the things that I know some of my Western American friends have run into questions when they meet other, you know, living there. When they meet other families and like, oh, like, you're only wearing a ring. Like, does your husband not love you? Right. And, he, you know, in the U.S., we don't use large quantities of gold to show our value of another person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: but we also don't need need that guarantee, that value system, because most women aren't able to take care of themselves. Yeah, there's a lot more independence. Um, it used to be that the standard was you paid the weight of the woman in gold. <laughs> and I think that's not happening anymore. But it did, like, when I learned that, I kind of made the connection of, like oh, that's why women, like, tend to fill out more after they're married because they don't want to weigh too much (laughs) beforehand
1: because they'll never get married.
0: Right.
1: Um, But, yeah, with less, I think, less wealth and more people and I think people, too, not wanting to wait as long, maybe, to get married. I know that a lot of men have to wait a while to gain enough wealth to be able to buy the gold to get married
0: well and i think uh people are using different wealth standards Mm -hmm. like it's not about gold necessarily but like do you have a car can you buy a house do you have a steady job like how much income are you bringing into your family Mm -hmm. so kind Mm -hmm. of transitioning from that nomadic uh wealth has to be carryable Right. To wealth has to be visible in some other way. Um, is kind of one of those cultural tradition changes. Um, I know there are a lot of men who are frustrated by that. Hmm. Because they, they want to get married. But there aren't jobs in Kurdistan that allow them to make enough money to buy a new car or buy a house. Um, and most families are looking for that.
1: Well, and I think that's... It's, which is reasonable. You know, if you want someone who can take care of your daughter in a society where she can't make it on her own. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I felt like
0: I started to see more and more people who the husband or husband-to-be would come to America or go to Europe and work and make a bunch of money and buy a house or buy a car there and then come back. And get married and either go back without her to continue to work or eventually bring her back with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's becoming more common just because it's harder to find jobs.
1: Yeah. Are you wondering what to do with your life? We've got some ideas. Come check them out at slash Iraq.
0: Another tradition that I thought was really interesting is that the family has to agree that two people should get married to each other. Yeah. Like, even though more and more uh, people are marrying for love,
1: not... Right. The love matches. Right. Not arranged marriages, which a lot of the older generation pretty much had Mm -hmm. with, with consent. I mean, it was just the way things were. Right. Right. You didn't go out and find your spouse. Someone, your parents arranged it for
0: you. Um, but there still is that, like, the families have to agree hmm. that that those two people should get married. And not just, like, mom and dad and mom and dad, but, like, aunts and uncles and yeah. grandparents mm-hmm. all have to, like... Mm-hmm. And again, I think it's part of that is that guarantee that the woman will be provided for mm-hmm. and that she's not marrying someone who will bring shame to the family. Right. Um, Or that the man is not marrying someone that will bring shame to his family. And I think a consequence of some of that is that family members tend to get married.
1: Yeah. Cousins, second cousins, Mm -hmm. third cousins. Like, because everyone knows their whole family tree down to the nth degree. Right. Lots of people are related in ways that in America we would never know. Right, or keep track of, (laughs) or keep track of. Yeah,
0: and I mean, there there are standards for that. Like, you can't marry your mother's sister's child, but you can marry your mother's brother's child. Right. Because mother and brother are less genetically similar than mother and sister would be. Right. Yeah. So the same on the other side, you can't marry your father's brother's kid, but you can marry your father's sister's kid. Yeah, it's so complicated. Yeah, so I, I have been to at least two weddings where it was cousins getting married.
1: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It's, not,
0: it's not a weird thing for them culturally at right. all.
1: Um, and honestly, for a lot of people, especially if you were kept really isolated, the idea of marrying somebody that you had met and grown up with versus marrying a complete stranger. hmm I mean, historically and culturally, that makes a lot of sense. Right.
0: Right? Internet dating's not a thing.
1: <laughs> not yet, at least. Yeah.
0: Maybe it, maybe in maybe. the rising generations. Maybe.
1: I feel like that's that will be a cultural shift,
0: mm. should it ever mm. come
1: about. But, I mean, all cultures are always shifting. Mm. In some ways, it's a cultural shift for those of us in the West. That's That's true. That's
0: true, it is. I can't even imagine how that would work in Kurdistan. I can't even imagine. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> weddings, weddings. It's also a big deal to have very fancy receptions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get everything from a chair, a circle of red chairs in a open field, and kind of a picnicy celebration.
1: Right. I've been to some of those. Mm-hmm.
0: To like, we rented a hall. Mm-hmm. and have a catered dinner and set off
1: fireworks indoors
0: mm-hmm. and have a great camera on a crane that is like swooping around and
1: videotaping everything oh my <laughs> word as a westerner in like public events the camera is not your friend i mean it's it is in your, your friend. face but it's not your friend yeah Lots and lots of dancing. Really loud music. Yeah, dancing. Really loud music. And photos. Mm-hmm. Like, photos with the bride and groom. Right. Who are, like, seated up on, a like, dais a dais or a whatever. A dais with,
0: like, flowers around them and it, they're on, like, a couch. And right.
1: And they just kind of have to sit there and wait And for look people. stoic.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: look not happy. I mean, granted, if she moved her face, it might. Crack, crack, <laughs> all the makeup might just fall off. I don't know, but yeah, the I have to say, I think the one I enjoyed the most though was one that was small, mm-hmm. just in a park, and it was a whole range of adventure for me because I was the only non family member, mm-hmm. and it was my neighbors, and i I think really the only reason I was invited. Was because they knew I could drive. Mm-hmm. And they needed another driver. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and so, like, they... I don't know why I didn't have a Jilly Curdy at that point. Or maybe mine was still being made. Anyway, like... Or I think I had a brown one. And they're like, no, you can't wear brown to a wedding. I don't know. But I ended up, like, going. And they wanted me to try on a bunch of their Jilly curties, And, like, they wanted, like... We put on a bunch of makeup, and yeah, then all these cars show up, and there's, you know, another car there, and yeah, they put me in a car, I think the mom and a younger brother and some other women, and we drove off to go pick up the bride at the salon where Mm -hmm. she was all bedecked, Mm -hmm. and drove as, you know, part of this whole caravan of people with you know, like the decked out car and the honking music and the honking honking and let's just say it was a little stressful for me. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I hope they don't drive too crazy because I don't know that I'm going to be able to keep up with them, but they were decently sedate for me. And, uh, yeah, we drove, picked her up from the salon, drove to like a photo place Mm
0: -hmm.
1: where to get like the formal the formal portraits were taken and you know different family members went through and like I just sat there I think for a couple hours while photos were taken and then we packed up from there and went to some office where they signed something but again I wasn't in there I was waiting in the lobby Mm -hmm. with other people None of these people really spoke any English, so we had to get by on my barely there Kurdish. Yeah. And um, from there, yeah, we went to a park and had food and took photos, and I got my photo taken with the bride and groom I don't even know how many times. <laughs> yeah. And I kept being like, don't smile, don't smile, don't smile, Um, because, you know... You don't want to look like you're in a toothpaste commercial, right? right? With everyone else who's, you know, part of some sort of serious band photo. Right. And (laughs) I, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, drove everybody home. And after it got dark, and I was just like, I spent my whole day driving around a whole group of people for a wedding. And it was nothing like any American wedding I've ever been to. Um, but it was really fun, and I got a lot of good Kurdish practice in, and they were thrilled that I was there. And, hey, everybody got to be a part of the day because I could drive. Yep.
0: Good work, Colleen.
1: Good work.
0: The only other wedding tradition I can think of that's different is uh, wedding gifts. Mm, hmm You don't take gifts to a wedding? No. I did go to one wedding where all the tables had an envelope on them, and you were supposed to, like, collect cash from the table and put it in the envelope, and then you were all supposed to go up and, like, greet the bride and groom and leave the envelope on the table. Oh. As a, like, we're just going to give you this money
1: sort of thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That way no individual is called out for right lack of generosity. Mm-hmm. That's pretty, pretty smart. Yeah.
0: I, I thought it was clever. I was like should I ever get married, this is what we're going to do.
1: <laughs> in the invitations, please do not bring gifts, but... Bring cash. Bring cash to stick in the envelope on your table. Yes. <laughs> um,
0: the other part of that that I have heard, though, I've never experienced it, is that, like, a week after the wedding, mm-hmm. you're supposed to bring, like housewarming-type gifts Mm -hmm. to the bride and groom in their new house. Yeah. So, like, if you wanted to give someone dishes or things that we would think you would do at a bridal shower, like Mm -hmm. a crock pot. Nobody wants a crock pot. Not without city electricity. Right. Um, You're supposed to go and, like, welcome them into their house as a married couple. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which, again, is much more convenient, because then you don't have to haul the gifts from wherever you got Marry married you. to the house.
1: Or unwrap them all. Right. I have helped many a bride unwrap her wedding gifts, and it always feels just a little bit... Aw- rude? Awkward? Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> Like, these are not my gifts, but I also understand the necessity of like accomplishing this monstrous task.
0: Mm -hmm. So, or the like bridal party circle where you have to open the gift in front of everyone and be like, Oh, look,
1: isn't it nice? and then like pass it around the circle so everyone can look at it. I always enjoyed that as a child. I've not been to one of those as an adult, I don't think. I've
0: been to several as the adult, and I'm like, this is so awkward (laughs) and uncomfortable, and I don't like it, and it's not even for me. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Anyway, just bring the gift. Bring the gift a week afterwards afterwards to the house. To the house.
0: And, like, I think that is also, they do, um, like, they bring food gifts. Like, here's a bunch of flour or... You know, in mm-hmm. the South, we would mm-hmm. call that a pounding, where you bring a pound of a pantry yeah. supply.
1: But I also think that that works there because, I maybe I'm wrong, but I never knew of anyone who went on any sort of traditional honeymoon. Right. Like, you're kind of expected to get married and, like, the next day be back at work. Mm-hmm. Which always kind of surprised me when, you know, one of the teachers would come in and be like, Oh yes, I got married yesterday. I have right. brought soda for everyone or candy, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, yesterday, really? Congratulations!" And sometimes it was the engagement that happened the day before, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's like, "Yeah, they actually went and did this whole wedding thing." Right? She's got photos on her phone of yeah, someone who doesn't look like her. Yeah, oh. I feel like uh, Friday is the wedding day generally. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, That's when I saw the most wedding things happening. Well, that makes sense.
1: Saturdays are the most common wedding day, I think, in the U.S. Yeah.
0: I had teachers that would get married and I wouldn't know about it. Right. Like, there's no, like, oh, my wedding's coming up in three months. I think there's a lot less stress about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. It's all, not last minute, necessarily, but it's not a, the long, lengthy production that no. American weddings can be, which again, kinda nice, kinda nice. If you have been to any unique weddings, yes, please tell us about them. I mean, I think we have also been to a Hindu wedding. Yes, um I've also been to a Hindu part wedding. of one. Right. (laughs) They're real long. We didn't last the whole time. Right. Uh, Who's also
1: our neighbor. mm -hmm.
0: I've been to Hindu engagement party as well. But yeah, tell us about, like, the most unique wedding
1: tradition that you have seen. Or even the most unique wedding unity symbol. (laughs) My sister's wedding had a charging of the unity fuel cell. which Which was unique for sure and a little bit scary i'm not gonna lie hey you were standing at the back of the room that's right up there next
0: to it that's true i was out of the splash zone as it were um (laughs) but yeah let us know what unique or interesting wedding wedding things that you have seen um and we'd love to share more of our weird non-kurdish wedding stories with you
1: You can find us at Servant Group International on Facebook or Instagram or on our website at servantgroup.org.
0: Yeah, and if you have a question that we haven't answered yet, send us an email or Facebook message. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. And boy, did I put myself on display. Oh. Um, No, I broke a vase and it was very embarrassing. (laughs) <laughs> um, but I don't want to talk about it. It's okay, Hannah. It's okay.